Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was talking to Devin, and he was sharing something that he was reading in a book. And I had also been in deep turmoil. I was doing a lot of research and spending a lot of time with myself. And what he was sharing with me was also what I was discovering. And in an instant, everything changed. And I woke up. And this experience is ineffable. In other words, it's almost impossible to explain in words. But I'm going to do my best today to share with you what a spiritual awakening is And through our conversation, you will discover ways in which you can connect with yourself more deeply and also wake up to the life that is you. And so I just want to welcome you into this safe space where we are joining together to have this beautiful conversation of love, compassion, oneness, and possibility. I've noticed that spiritual awakening, this idea of waking up, has been showing up more and more here in our modern society. Now, it has been here since the dawn of time, (laughs) but it is becoming more talked about, which is exciting. It represents that our planet is on the verge of coming into a new consciousness, a new way of being, a new way of operating here on this planet throughout our lives. It's an exciting time to be alive. And so I'm going to walk you through my story, but also shed some light on what is a spiritual awakening and how you can begin to discover this for yourself. I'm also going to help you break through some misconceptions. And so get really present as I always try to encourage you the greatest impact that you're going to have is only through your presence and your attention here in my voice and really being aware of the conversation that I'm having with you, which can be really hard to do when you're doing other things or you're distracted. And so I just want to encourage you to really get present with me, with your breath, with your body, with the weight of your body against the seat or where you're walking, whatever it may be, just coming into this moment. I shared with you guys how Devin, my husband, had a traumatic brain injury and how this really shook our family to the core. 
Myself, particularly being the wife and partner, I think we each had a unique experience, you know, child to father, wife to husband, and him himself. Each of us were impacted differently and uniquely, but yet we shared this trauma. If you missed this in my last chapter of my life where I share how the darkest season of my life led to the light, I encourage you to listen to that story and you can get caught up on what happened. But in a nutshell, he fell 15 feet onto his skull, onto concrete, and he had to have an emergency craniotomy to save his life. And he is a living, breathing miracle. And we were so thankful. You know, he could walk, he could talk, he could do everything, but ultimately he changed a lot. The essence of him, his soul remained the same, but who he was, was transformed. And this created a lot of inner turmoil for him. And also, as you can imagine, it's almost like now I'm almost with a different person in a sense, yet the same person. It was very, very challenging to describe this experience. And if you know anyone that has had a traumatic brain injury, we just have to give them so much compassion and also their family members and the people that are closest to them. Most people who have a traumatic brain injury, a truly intense traumatic brain injury like my husband did, oftentimes they change so much, they become isolated and people start to leave them and they push people away. And I remember saying, not our family. This isn't, this isn't going to happen to us. And so over the next 18 months after his injury, we really were so desperate for help. He wanted peace. I wanted to get him back. I wanted him to feel happy again and to feel like he had a sense of purpose again. And for me, it really was this journey inward. And I have always really been passionate about reading and discovering science. And, you know, I've always really loved God and have sought after God. I was raised in a Christian home. And so just really believe that this relationship to God was so important. I've spoke about it much here on the podcast. And so throughout this experience, I'm going to God, I'm reading books that I'm hoping will shed some light. And in that moment, I woke up and there was a meditation that I did. It was a Kundalini meditation. It was a very short meditation, which actually is surprising because it does take the brain some time to drop into gamma, theta and gamma. Gamma is always the ideal, but you really have to surrender to get there. And in this state in meditation, I was able to tap into the field. And what I experienced was ineffable. It was, if I could put it in words, it was like a pattern that was constantly shifting and moving, kind of like a kaleidoscope. And the colors were very warm. It's like this warm gold. And I was able to perceive this overall consciousness, essence, existence, being. But yet within that pattern, there were individual souls. And it was like each soul was saying, May I? Can I? Please. And every time, every time it was yes. And this is like our free will. Every desire we have, it's always yes. The answer we receive is yes. 
And this is where it is, again, very hard to describe. But I began to just cry after that meditation. It was just so full of love and gratitude and just awe. And these mystical experiences are something that you cannot force. The minute you try to explain it, you've lost it. (laughs) So just know that it is something that is truly only known. And I am doing my best to share it here. But from this moment, this particular month, it was January of 2022, everything in my life changed. The trajectory of my life, who I was, everything changed. And so let's get into what this is, what this spiritual awakening is, and how you can experience this as well. One thing to know is the sheer fact that you're here means that you either have had a spiritual awakening or you are leaning into that. Because as a mom, I can tell you, you cannot force someone into it. (laughs) As much as I can share these truths with my children, I'm not going to force them into this higher level of consciousness. You know, they're going to have the insecurities. They're going to have the defensiveness. It's going to be their own soul's journey into rediscovering and remembering who they are. And it's true for all of us. Each of us are on our own journey of discovering ourselves and this life. But ultimately, the timing is not something that you can control or that you can manipulate. It is a surrender and an acceptance. It is opening of the mind and opening of the heart. And so in my experience since this time, the things that used to upset me or the things that used to be a problem no longer are. There's a peace beyond explanation. Things can be happening in my life and I'm able to remain very centered. Of course, there are times when I can still be triggered and I'm still very much in my body and you know experiencing negative emotions. It does happen. So I think a lot of times this idea of a spiritual awakening is like this perfect being that is full of light and just always in one state. But one thing about life is impermanence. There's nothing that is permanent. Everything is changing. And within the awakening is the realization of the dichotomy and the duality of life. And so realizing that all things are one. And it's only within man that we have separated these things of good and bad. And so coming into this awakening, it is a journey. And I believe that there's different levels, if you will, for lack of a better word, to it. There's different forms of awakening. You know, sometimes it's during a meditation. There's a new download of information that's given and you no longer see life the same. Sometimes it is in your waking state, your conscious state, and you know, you're in beta waves, which is, you know, you're alert, you're awake, and boom, something can shift within you, and you no longer see life the same, yourself the same. And you begin to gain more control of the life that you're manifesting. But it's so beautiful because it comes through your surrender and your acceptance and your faith. And so In this, I think that where we need to begin really is understanding that it is a journey. It's not something that ends. You continue to wake up. Since that moment, I've continued to discover. 
It's an evolution just as life is ongoing, just as the universe is constantly expanding and evolving and it's outside of time. It's not really about ever being done. It's about the simple existence of self. And so moving into the topic of self, if we talk about who we are as an identity, many times we will identify as our names or the roles that we play in this life, but ultimately that's not really who we are. And waking up is a part of becoming aware of this. When we are thinking our thoughts, many times we are attaching to those thoughts and really, you know, we will claim them as my thought. And this is where we lose ourselves because we have attached ourselves to this thought and now we are in bondage to it. But ultimately, when you begin to wake up, you realize that The thoughts that are coming in are simply a part of what's available to you. They're also a match for your vibration. And so they are being attracted to you on an energetic level. And so when you wake up, you begin to see that these thoughts are just, they're just there. They're not you. You are the container for those thoughts. And so a lot of times we'll be making coffee, thinking about a call we're going to do, and we're lost in what we're going to say, and we've lost the moment. We're exchanging the present moment for a future that doesn't exist. Or maybe we're doing something, maybe we're, you know, driving down the road, and we're caught up in a conversation we just had and how wrong they were, but we're caught up in the past. And so really a part of manifesting your life and beginning to wake up to your life is realizing that in every moment, the only thing that you ever actually have is right now. The miracle of life is right now. And the only you that is you, like that you can perceive of and actually be is the you right now. When we're constantly thinking about the past and the future, We're not able to pull our energy back into ourselves and to manifest what we desire. And so in waking up, there becomes more of an awareness that we are aware. And so it's really the space between the thoughts, the moments of stillness, the awareness that you are observing yourself. This spaciousness stillness, perhaps even emptiness, although we don't like to use this term because it sounds like a negative thing. Language, again, is very, very limiting in this explanation. I think since the dawn of time, human beings have attempted to describe this as I am doing now with you. And so really, it's in our stillness that we can connect with ourselves. And this is why meditation is so powerful because it's a practice of gentle focus on the breath, on the heart. There are, yes, guided meditations, which can be powerful, helping you send your energy to different things in your body or to different futures. But at the simplest form of meditation, it is to simply be still within your mind. And it ultimately comes into this place of 
being no one, no thing, at no time, and no place. Because in the quantum, this is actually who we are. And it is the access to the river of thought that we are able to form a personality and form an identity in this life. But this life is really like a dream. It's like, you know, waking up is like coming out of the matrix and realizing that you've been sleeping all along, that you've been allowing the program of your past, of society, of your upbringing to determine the choices that you've been making. And I would say that's the most accurate way to describe it is you realize that you have not been the driver, that you have been in the passenger seat and that, or even in the back seat, you're in the trunk, you're locked up in the trunk. Okay. (laughs) And when you wake up, you step into your power of being in the driver's seat and the road is like the universe providing the path, but you're the driver now. When we are asleep and we're not awake spiritually and connecting with who we are on a deeper level than just our roles in this life and the day-to-day and our identity, we are operated based on past programming. And what I mean by this is when your body is experiencing different emotions day-to-day, Many times those are patterns that begin to form within our lives. And ultimately these patterns are repeated. Through that, the same chemicals and hormones are released within our minds and our bodies and our bodies begin to crave this. And so we will begin to respond to certain circumstances also based on past traumas and things that we've held on to. Perhaps it was an emotion that wasn't fully expressed and it's trapped within the body so many varieties of how we get trapped in our bodies, but ultimately we allow our animal instincts to trigger us to respond. And if you look at anger, for example, anger is something that can be healthy. Again, it's not good or bad. And in a very healthy sense, it can be resolved quickly. But when anger is not resolved quickly and it is prolonged for, let's say, 10 hours, you know, that's a lot of time to do a lot of damage in relationships, in your business, and in your own self-value. There's a lot of things you can go out and do that can bring destruction into your life. And that's whenever you are operating in the program. You are not at the driver's seat. You are showing up in a way that is not in alignment with your desires for your life. And so when you first wake up, I think it's really just this first awareness that, you know, hey, I've been asleep. I've been just going through life. I've been just going through the motions. I've been caught up in my thoughts, just identifying with those thoughts and attaching to those thoughts as my own. And I've been allowing these thoughts and these beliefs to determine my responses and my reactions. And I think waking up is really returning home. It's returning to love. It's remembering that you are soul first, body second. And that's why 
we're called human beings. You know, we are human, but we are a being first. And so it becomes more of a spiritual journey having a human experience. And while we're always a spiritual being having a human experience, when we wake up, we become aware of it. We begin to look at our relationships in a new way. Because if you're looking at your relationship through the eyes of love, you're able to come from a place of wholeness. Because you see, through many forms of medicine, especially focused on mental illnesses, for example, there are forms that are helpful for treating those mental illnesses. We can even use anxiety as an example. But ultimately, love and our connection with ourself can heal instantly. And so while we believe certain things about ourselves, those beliefs manifest into reality. Those are the beliefs that create our life. And so if we believe that we have to work really, really hard to achieve success, well, then that's the reality that we are going to experience. And when you wake up, you realize that this is a belief that you just heard and that was given to you. Maybe you saw your parents or someone you know that believes this. And then you said, yes, I'm going to identify with that and move in that direction. And I'm going to work really hard. And it's done without your true conscious awareness. It's done in a state of stress or a state of competition or proving your worth. It's not something that is chosen through your wholeness. And it's the same in your, as I was saying, with your relationships. I can go back to Devin, for example, I remember one time that I was cleaning the house and I was able to, it was a beautiful, loving experience. And, you know, he was doing something else. And I remember I started to have this conversation with myself of why, why doesn't he help me more? Like he should be helping me right now. And I just had a moment of awareness and I saw the thought, I saw it. I realized that it was something from the past. It wasn't actually who I was. It was just like a passing thought. I didn't have to choose it as me. And there's nothing wrong with having the thought. It just came into my mind and I released it and I chose a new story. And I said, you know what? I am so proud of you, Marissa, that you are doing the things that align with your vision and values for your life. I'm so proud of you. You get to do this. You get to show up. And it just felt so beautiful. Oftentimes in our experience in this life, we'll crave to be seen by others, but are we ever truly seen by ourselves? And it's in this place of wholeness that you're so seen and loved by yourself, which also is your connection to God. A lot of times, I think another thing with waking up is realizing that there is no separation from you and God. There's this belief that we need to earn our worthiness or show up in life a certain way to be worthy. And ultimately, it's by your nature that you are worthy, the sheer existence of you, that you're here, that you are worthy. And so in this awareness, you begin to have more power to heal the past, to become the version of yourself that you want to be. And a lot of things that upset you before aren't going to be problems. And I think that when we are 
looking at other people and we are having emotions, let's go with negative emotions here, that are based on their actions, it's because we're seeking them to perform an action to validate something within us. But when you wake up, you no longer need that as much. Yes, some of those patterns are there and it's not like you wake up and everything is totally different. Of course, yes, you wake up and everything is different. But it's it's that little by little, it's peeling back the layer, one layer at a time. And so in this ability to see yourself in your wholeness, you no longer are desperate. You're no longer easily offended because you realize that when people are acting out and perhaps even being rude to you, it's more a reflection of them than yourself. I remember even going and being out in public, like just driving around, seeing different business signs. And it was almost as if like I had never seen it this way before. I almost felt like it was comical, these different logos. And again, it's it's hard to explain, but I just began to see how people were trapped at their jobs and they didn't even want to be there, but they were. And they had every power within them to create a different reality. But they choose something day after day after day that they don't even want. And that is being asleep to your life. When you wake up, you reclaim your power to choose to be who you want to be. But ultimately, you realize that it's just a game anyway. So why not be the best version of yourself? And I think that in knowing who to be, when you connect with yourself deeply through prayer, meditation, you are able to connect also to God and the universe, infinite intelligence source. And in this connection, you are no longer operating out of stress. Your state of being is one of love and compassion, harmony, oneness, peace, And in this, you're able to sense and have greater connection to your intuition as to where you're being called and what's next for you. This is where in business, you know, a lot of businesses end up being very frustrated and they're making decisions based on, you know, financial needs, for example. But when you wake up, you start to really connect with, is this most aligned with who I am and where I'm feeling led. You know, you're moving fast, but you're not in a hurry anymore because you realize that time is infinite. Time is always expanding for you and it's always available. And so when you wake up, your entire way of being, your way of relating to people shifts. I also will say that for me, my ability to see all sides of the coin has really increased, and I think this is a mark of spiritual awakening, is seeing all perspectives and being able to align with them, not having an argument about it, you know, not needing to be right or thinking someone is wrong, because realizing that through consciousness, all perspectives can be perceived. And so the other person is really you, but with different thoughts and feelings and a different life experience. And so therefore, they have now a different opinion, a different perspective, a different 
way of thinking about things, but you have that same free will as they do. And it's in this free will of thought, what we choose to attach to, whether we're doing it asleep or awake fully in our lives, this is the free will I referenced earlier. When we're pulling from thought, we're pulling from consciousness. This is, you know, God allowing you to, the universe allowing you to choose. How do you want to create your life? Whatever you want, the answer is yes. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful picture. That's how deeply loved you are. You have such free will to connect to that spaciousness, the stillness between the thoughts, the simple observer. And I think it's just realizing also that there's a certain feeling that it feels to be you. There's this essence there. You know, you could take someone's body and put it on the floor in different pieces, but that wouldn't be that person, that soul. It would be like, how can you tangibly get that person? And it's really in their essence. And it's the same for you. It's, you know, how does it feel to be you? Not how do you feel about yourself? Just the simple space behind the noise, the space behind the thoughts. How does that feel? That part of you that allows you to be, that is emanating through your body, that is observing. If you can just right now become aware that you are aware. And this is where meditation helps you strengthen those muscles to be aware and to practice stillness to connect to source and to return home to the possibilities that await you. And one thing that I want to give you here as we come to a close is the closest way that you can connect with someone on a deeper level with who they really are is by looking them in the eyes because it is the observer that is you. Oftentimes, people who are operating through this point of consciousness and deep love and compassion will look at you with a longer gaze. And so this is one thing that you can know. And when you do so, when you gaze at someone and you don't shift your gaze and you just look into their eyes, you are looking into their soul. You're looking at the observer, the part of them that simply is and will always be. And that is a part of waking up as well as you realize that you're eternal, that there is no end, that it is ongoing. In a very real sense, I will say for me, it was like a lot of my religious beliefs remained the same, but expanded. They were more fuller. They had much more depth. It just like made so much more sense. The things that I didn't understand or the things that I was told as I was growing up, the biblical stories, like they still were there but now I could see so much more. And so when you are thinking about yourself, don't expect this to happen overnight. Again, you can't control your own spiritual awakening, but you can begin to just realize that there's a space between the thoughts, that you have the power to choose the thoughts, and that you really aren't the identity that you think you are. You're so much more. And I think the more that we put ourselves in a box of who we need to be and how we need to show up, we create this limitation for ourselves. 
But again, when you wake up and you just take the simple steps to just feel yourself, you begin to see that there's more for you. Another thing that is the most connected to your spirit is your breath. And so when you have moments using the bathroom, filling up water, just going for a walk, just waking up first thing in the morning, if you can, and at first this can be very challenging, but with practice it is possible to just have no thoughts, literally no thoughts. You just are blank. And all that you're doing is focusing on your breath. And you just focus on your breath. You see your breath going into your heart and out of your heart. And through that, you are able to connect with your spirit. There is beautiful sessions that are offered that are called breath work, if you haven't heard of them. Many times through this breath work, you're able to release past traumas or things that you haven't really been able to get over. Your breath is so powerful. You know, you come into this life with a breath and it's an inhale and you go out of this life with an exhale and it's into the next life that is the inhale. And it's this beautiful breath that carries you through from the first to the last. And your breath is always available to you. And it is very much a part of your spirit. The next thing that I'll give you is your heart. Many times, whenever we are constantly shifting our focus from our bills to a project, to a family member, to our health, to where we need to go, to our to-do list, there's specific neural patterns to each of those things in time and place that you're thinking about. And when you are shifting your focus this way, it creates an incoherent pattern within your brain. And you can return to coherence by just bringing your awareness to your heart center and focusing on your heart without expectation. There's no thoughts to be had here. Just awareness of your heart. And as you breathe, your breath goes into your heart and out of your heart. And you just sit in that space, not needing anything, but just in awe in gratitude that you exist. And you just breathe into your heart and breathe out. And that awareness, the more that you are aware of your heart, the more that your mind opens and is more alert and more creative and more productive and able to tap into your intuition, which is your connection to source. And so this beautiful connection to the eyes, the breath, the heart, these are beautiful ways for you to begin to connect with yourself and to others in a new way. You know, when you are stressed, your breath and your heart rate shifts. So this is very much connected to the thoughts and feelings, which is your electromagnetic field that you are casting out into the universe. And so through your awakening, you reclaim your power, but it's also very much in surrender and acceptance. And what I mean by acceptance is when something happens in your life that you as the identity don't like, which many people will call this the ego because the ego is always trying to fix things. And in this, you know, maybe it's losing weight. Maybe it's changing your hair color. Maybe it's a different partner. Maybe it's something in your job. Maybe you reach an achievement, but there's more, you know, and this desire is always creating problems for you. And in the operation of the ego, 
we are easily offended because it is an offense specifically to our identity. But when you're awake, you realize that you're not really the identity. You are, and it's really fun to be here and to live, but ultimately you are so much more. And in this, you're able to really look at your life and connect to source and follow that flow and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. And so when these things happen that you don't like, there's this acceptance because you know that it's going to bring you on the other side, that on the other side is something beautiful. And all of life, the true value of life at the end of it is our caring for consciousness. If you think about it, we care about ourselves and others around us. Everything that we're thinking about doing in our lives is related to this relationship we have with consciousness, whether it's ourselves or another being. And so when something is perceived as a danger to us, we have ultimately forgotten who we are. And yes, there are times when you need to act in survival and you need to have that boost of adrenaline and you need to go into the ego and you've got to survive. Yes, that is true. And so this is where, again, the surrender and acceptance because we're not fighting about what's right and wrong anymore. We're not saying that this perspective is wrong and this one is also wrong. When you wake up, you can see all perspectives and you begin to have more power to choose your perspective. And so I encourage you today, I will be recording meditations for you guys to have that you can use as a way for you to connect with yourself more deeply and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. But just know that sitting in silence with a still mind and a focus on your heart is all you need to do really and truly to bring more coherence to your brain and to be able to wake up to your life. And it's just one day at a time. It's one step at a time. And when we are willing to experience the unknown, which are the events that seem to be inconvenient, to be a problem in our day, when we realize that those events are a part of the flow of the universe, we begin to open up to new possibilities because it's in the unknown that our limitlessness exists. And so really allowing life to flow and to be in the present moment and flowing with it. Another thing that you can do is also when you're in a group of people in a conversation, you may notice times when you feel the urge to talk or to speak up or maybe to shy away when maybe you do want to speak and just notice yourself having these urges and realize you have the power to choose. You have the power to redefine who you want to be in this world. And you don't have to react on those emotions and those urges. And you'll begin to connect more deeply with the part of you that is certain, that is your wholeness. And then the parts of you that are the insecurity and the lack and the smallness, because that is the part that's the matrix. That's the part that leads your life in a way that is not actually what you desire. And you realize that you've been sleeping and now you can wake up. So I hope that you have a better understanding of what a spiritual awakening is. It happens in a moment 
and it happens over your entire life. You are continually discovering and evolving and there's no rush to it. I think that some people may not wake up in this lifetime and that's okay because realizing at the whole of life, the value that we gain is the wisdom from every experience, the lessons learned. That's why we came here to learn, to discover, to experience life. And it's in this discovery, in this learning of wisdom that we are able to expand in our existence, in ourselves. And a spiritual awakening is truly a journey. And so I'll leave you with this. Remember that you are always the observer. You can't look at your life and hope it changes without first changing yourself. Nothing is permanent. Everything is evolving. And it's in our elevated vibration, in our acceptance, in our surrender to the flow of the universe, that we can tap into a power beyond our understanding as human beings and tap into something that was always there. It never has left you. It's carried you through every experience. It's loved you to this moment and you're still here. And it's this consciousness that you are. And the more that you connect to this consciousness, this observer that is you, the more that you will realize that you have the power. And it's in this present moment. It's not anywhere else. It's right here. It's always right here. It's right now. Be encouraged to reclaim your life and to wake up from the matrix because my love, it's all about you and it's all about us. There is no separation. And through our compassion and our love for one another and for ourselves, we can begin to help others wake up and we can begin to be the change in the world that we want to see. And through this, our lives will become so magnificent. Whatever desire you hold in your heart, I want you to know it is possible. But when you are in flow and when you are operating in your wholeness and surrendered to the universe in that flow, my friend, it is going to be even better. That is a guaranteed promise every single time. I love and adore you and I look forward to seeing you next time. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.